Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Welcome to the Touchlines and Touchdowns Podcast, the world's first and therefore greatest football football mashup podcast. A uh, irrelevant part of the Touchline Media Group because they don't really care about the Lions, and that's all we're talking about today. I am your host, Napoleon Gregg, aka The Stump, and this episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus, which again has nothing to do with the Lions. Uh, the Smith Workforce Management Group who is available to work for the Lions, and whoever Blue Wire decides to put in. We are joined by a uh, renowned Lions Twitterer, uh, at Electric Snuff, also known as Nick, the guy we went to high school with. Nick, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Greg. How are you? I'm doing great. I was so excited mm-hmm. to finally be able to give you this opportunity to record a Emergency Lions podcast because uh, you've been – you know, texting us about it for like a full month, always uh, during the week, which is when we do our soccer podcast. But just like me, nobody ever looks at the show notes. So who gives a shit? <laughs> my my bad on that. I don't care. I'm not well, in charge. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good that we get to uh, do it now because they're kind of at the midpoint of the season. And I was on before the season as well. So um, it's a good it's a good time to check in anytime, but I did want to get on because I saw, I saw this whole thing coming weeks ago, basically. Um, when they were, when they were one and four, I was like, we're going to lose to Dallas and, uh, Miami. Um, but after that, we're going to beat the Packers and then, and then who knows, who knows what can happen. Um, so that's where they're at right now. I don't, I don't think they're going to the playoffs or anything. No, um, I, I, well, I mean, with the expanded playoffs, because I saw that right now the entirety of the AFC East is currently in the playoffs, which is just mind-boggling. Yeah, I just think it's it's like, you know, 
it's progress to win like five or six games instead of winning three games again. Sure. And you have to consider, uh, you know, our number two wide receiver uh, coming into the year, our number two wide receiver has barely played. And then the number two, probably number one receiver of the future has like just started practicing a month ago. So, you know, there's, there's definitely some help on the way that, and uh, you know, I don't watch all the games because I live in the mountain standard time and uh, Fox sports regional broadcast hates me, but the parts that I have seen, there's, there's been a lot of improvement. Well, Ian, there's such a young, there's such a young team, especially on defense. So that was the thing um, I was really looking for the last like month um, and wanted to say on here was like, um, we don't really need, uh, you know, to win games right now. This is not the year to, to just win every game, um, obviously. But uh, like you just want to see that all these rookies on defense are, are having an impact. Like Hutchison looks really good. Yeah, he's looked really he's looked really good. Uh, he got pushed around. In, was it the first or the second game? He got pushed around kind of bad, but the, he's been on fire since. Yeah, he's been on fire. Um, the games where he's been totally healthy and like Kirby Joseph, dude, um, baller. Yeah, he's got that dog a, in him. Yeah, he's made a big impact. Um, so like, there's definitely a path where you know you look at all the draft capital they're going to have, all the cap space they're going to have. Um, it just seems like they're they're going to be, you know, in the mix next year and and could contend the year after. And I, you know, I think the the thing with the offense uh, is that the running game has just been terrible. Uh, yeah, surprising now, now because because Swift Swift is really just whiffed. Um, this was such a huge year for him. Yeah. Um, and it's just not going his way. So. I think I think that's a position they need to address in the draft. Oh, really? You don't think you you, you want to move on from uh, Swift? You want to like rele- relegate him? To yeah, back I think they. Kind of, I, I think I think they kind of maybe maybe are going to do that. Um, with, you know, not with like, one of the first couple picks though, right? Like that's like a later later round kind of thing, mid round. No, I think I think there's a couple guys in this draft class that could be. First oh. round running back, for sure. I think Gibbs and uh, Robinson are going in the first round. Yeah, I mean, I think Bijan definitely is. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, that's that's a ways off, but like, I you know, I don't I don't think they're going to be in the market. I don't think they're taking a quarterback high. Um, <laughs> in this draft, I think. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, especially for anybody that doesn't know, Nick is like. Jared Goff's biggest fan, uh, possibly even bigger than Jared Goff's wife. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm a fan of hers as well, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I'm I'm not not saying he's he's so great, um, but it's just like the Lions' timeline is not that soon. <laughs> you know to go, yeah. to go to go wishing on a quarterback if they're trying to win in the next couple of years. Jared Goff just turned 28. He's fine. Sure, and like, you want to be breaking in the new the new quarterback next year. I get it. Yeah, well, I mean, I was all about taking Willis, like taking a shot at Willis. 
Yeah, I Last so year. I would be okay. I'd be okay with that that sort of mentality instead of going for like the first round we want you to start on day one quarterback. Like if we take somebody in the third round or maybe like maybe even later than that, the fourth or fifth round, it's like, no. all right, well, you don't think so? I, I, I think that ship has kind of sailed. I think I think like the time to do it was was with like Willis because you had time to get him ready and and if it if it wasn't the season wasn't going well next year with golf you could you could then go to willis and it's like well willis is he's been sitting for a year and a half so he's like ready to go um but i just i just can't see it anymore like i just see them extending jared goff this offseason <laughs> yeah i mean i guess when you really think about it too i don't even know what quarterback would fit that description uh coming out this year not will well, and I, never will and I, and I think it's just like when you're looking at the QBs, it's like, oh, oh, who to take a shot on in the third round? Yeah. Oh, the guy from Washington, Penix. Penix. Yeah. He's got a. So wait, he's got two fake ACLs. I believe he's torn his ACL twice. I can't remember. No, if it's I'm, the same I'm one saying it's it's the stupidest thing ever. They're never going to do it. I know. I just like to point out yeah. that. Uh, you know, well, number one, I like to point out that his name kind of looks like penis. And Asa, uh, <laughs> dear leader, refuses to correct the autocorrect and just sends penis every time. Oh, that's uh, hilarious. Yeah, that makes sense. What about somebody like uh, Hendon Hooker? Big arm. I mean, he's probably not going in the first three rounds or something. I only could. He's been really, he's been really good this year, but still, I'd always saw him as more of like a project at the pro level, kind of hoping that just being tall and cannon arm works out for him yeah that could that could be and then you know the guy that that i've seen in mocks more than um levis has been uh anthony richardson but that's like taking him in the first round yeah i was gonna say i i was i was looking at a top prospects list and he's snuck himself into the first round according to i mean according to cbs sports so like grain of salt and everything but um he's also like I've watched some. I've watched some Florida games. Anthony Richardson is just a chaos agent, and I don't know if that's what you need in this offense. Well, he's uh, so good at running, is the thing, right? Yeah, but yeah. like it, it never looks. I mean, I guess he's done a lot better this year under uh, Napier. But like when he used to play in in that Mullen system, it never looked like he was doing what he was supposed to be doing. It looked like he was freestyling the whole time, uh, and I'm not sure. I'm not sure like Detroit on that timeline would want somebody like that. I think like the passing offense is is going to be fine with with Goff once uh, once Jameson Williams uh, shows up. Yeah. So do you think uh, Jameson's a? Do you think Jameson's one or two? I think he's going to be. I think Brad Holmes has already said he's a true number one. Excellent. Um. I mean. Amon Ross St. Brown is, is the heart and soul of this team. I mean, like, it, they would not have been – they can't move the ball consistently to anybody else right now. Like, yeah. there's no – Swift is basically, like, not a real thing, getting getting five carries a game. Right. Um, so just hitting him short and, like, the chemistry that he has with Goff and, like – uh, it's also an underrated part about you know extending golf and and keeping him or handing him the keys longer. 
Well, yeah, because they're going to sign. They're good. They're for sure going to extend St. Brown. I mean, he's only in his second year, but when when that comes, yeah, God, God willing, they don't pull a Lions and do something stupid there. Just it's an easy decision. Just take it. Yeah. No. I mean, I, I think he he's everything that they're about. So they can't they can't get rid of him. You know what? You know what else is an easy decision and about everything that we're about. The World Cup on Paramount Plus. In the grand tradition of this podcast, that was incredibly ham-fisted uh, and forced. So I hope I did everybody proud. Um, so I, I'm like, I actually pulled up the Lions' remaining schedule, uh, and it doesn't look that bad. I guess we had more of the the hard games in the first half of the year. So we're going to we're going to the Meadowlands for the Giants on Sunday. I mean, the Giants are good, but I think that they're you know over the record is not indicative of who they am who they are as a team. And I think the Lions are frisky enough to kind of like knock off anybody that isn't in that elite elite tier. You agree? Yeah, I mean every every game they have left, you could say is winnable. Besides, like the Bills, Bills. game. Yeah, I don't yeah. think I don't think the Bills one is. Uh, and the uh, so I thought they definitely should have beat the Vikings earlier this year, um, but the Vikings have been playing a lot better since that game. So I don't know if that one is as feasible as I would have thought it was like even two weeks ago. Um, but yeah, the Bills is the only one I'm looking at where it's like, yeah, they're gonna. That's not gonna be. That's not gonna be good. And on Thanksgiving, great. Yeah, well, they beat the Vikings at home last year. And like you said, yeah, I know. Cost me forty-five grand. Thanks, Lions. Oh man, <laughs> the one time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. So, I mean, the Vikings. I just as long as they have Kirk Cousins, I don't really care who. Like, I don't care how good he is. I don't care who else is on the team. I will always, in my mind, be like, oh well, they're not that great. That's a that's a very mid level. That's a very eight and eight NFL franchise. I feel like he's he's this year's Stafford and and Jefferson is this year's Cup and they could they have a chance to go all the way they they're live. Yeah, I, I I mean they definitely have they definitely have the chemistry and the like that like what do you call it like the uh, ESP ESP thing where like Jefferson just knows where to put his hands and Kirk can hit him. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, home games against the Jags and the Bears, and then at the Jets and the Panthers. Jets also have a good record, but I think they're kind of frauds. And at Lambeau to end it in early January, which uh, is that? Is that a Monday Night Football game? I don't think so. I think all of the Lions games are okay. Yeah, the, I thought the eighth was. Uh, I thought the eighth was a Monday. It's not, but yeah. So I think that. Um, you know, who knows where the Packers are at that point either. The Packers have been a complete dumpster fire this entire year. Well, they kind of got back on track last week. So I think, um, you know, I, I'm not really hoping that the Lions make the playoffs. I'm not really holding out for that. I think uh, if that last game, if if the Packers need it to make the playoffs, wouldn't mind, wouldn't mind beating them. Oh, to keep them out? Yeah, that would be pretty, uh, pretty satisfying. Yeah, that would, uh, that would be cool. But yeah, we also, I mean, 
I guess if there's any year to not really care about how well the Lions are doing in terms of wins and losses, it's probably this year because we have the – now that Cup is likely done for the season, I don't think they've announced that yet, but you and I have talked about this. There's no real reason to to activate He's done and like for put him back to that. Yeah, I think that's – I think it's a pretty safe bet. There, uh, they've been people talking are about saying, – People are saying on TV shows like – um on ESPN, they're saying McVeigh is going to be an, an announcer next year. Like this is like they're saying it. So I think the what the Rams are going to do is just go and trade more picks. Like they're going to rebuild, and McVeigh will be an announcer, and Stafford will retire, and and Donald will retire, or maybe Stafford will, or you know go to another team to try try to rack up more numbers. Um, but they're all going to be they're all going to be gone in a few years for sure. That's happening yeah. anyway. But like we just saw them at the deadline offer first round picks for um in 2025 um for uh Brian Burns uh the defensive end on on Carolina. Yeah, yeah. So like Panthers. I think they're yeah. I I think they're they're going to get the band back together one more time. It doesn't it doesn't impact the Lions at all cuz they they have their draft pick this year when everything's falling apart. It doesn't right. Matter. So wait, so you think that you don't think that McVay's going to get fired just because of this one bad year, though? No, no, no. He's not getting fired. Okay. It's, it's about what he wants to do. And I think mm. as soon as Donald, as soon as Donald and Stafford are like, "I'm I done here," okay. because this roster sucks, he's going to be like, "Well, I can just make twenty million dollars announcing with Al Michaels." Right. And I don't have to do all this grind. Well, I guess some grinding of tape, but not like all of the, all of the bad grinding of tape. But yeah. But yeah, but having two first round draft picks and one of them in the year that the defending champ just happens to implode is pretty nice. Yeah. It's, it's huge. I mean, it, you know, it was kind of likely it would happen one of, one of the years um, that we had their first round picks because of the way that their roster is built. They could have injuries um, at any time. And it just turned out they have they've had so many um, on the offensive line, and now to Cooper Cup, who are just you know it's just brutal. Yeah, I mean, I mean Stafford they, had the elbow thing, and like he's had concussion questions this season. So I mean, yeah. we also talked about this. I wouldn't be surprised to see him get shut down at some point too. Just be like, come back next year. I think once they're maybe eliminated from the playoffs, that could happen. But um, he's need to maintain the veneer until then. Well, he's clearing the – I mean, how are you even going to tell him not to play? Like, he's going to clear the protocol this week and play. Right, um, yeah. So, we'll see what happens. All right, you got anything else? I mean, they, you sucked, want... they sucked with Cooper Cup. So, how how is he going to – even if he does play, what does it matter? Their schedule is hard. Yeah, it is. It's, it's really hard. Uh, yeah, I don't – I think you're right. I think they're just going to kind of throw it in and then – come back for one last hurrah next year. I mean, they have no running game to rely on. You know, what is he going to do without Cooper Cup? He's going to throw to Skoranek and pretend he's Cooper Cup? It's a joke. Yeah, and, but I mean, some of their uh, some of their running game issues might be able to be placed back on, on McFay. I, I'm very interested to see if any of those running backs go to another franchise, like whether or not they can do better than what they've shown allegedly Ooh, to the Rams. Acres and Henderson? No, I Acres think Acres for sure. I think. That's wild. Acres I oh man, I thought Acres was such a sure thing about FSU. He just didn't he, he's not as Deontay Foreman recovered from his Achilles. 
Cam Akers, he stinks. That's just so wild. He was so good even without any offensive line. I know. It's a shame. It's a shame, bro. But, uh, yeah, he's just – he's washed. He's – believe me. <laughs> no one is more disappointed than me. Yeah, um, I, I know what kind of percentage shares you hold in, in yeah. Cam Akers and best ball. So. Way, way, way too many. Way <laughs> – you got to diversify your bond. <laughs> Diversify yeah. your backs. Come on. Who, man. who, who, what was, what was worse? Having uh, uh 30% Allen Robinson or 20% Cam makers. Yeah. Neither one is, neither one is great. Yeah. Offensive line is, uh, is important. Yeah. I also think the Lions, uh, <laughs> who says, come on. Yeah. I also think the, the Lions, the Lions should, uh, address right guard in the draft, possibly. Yeah. Do you have anybody from, in mind? Uh, no, but <laughs> <laughs> but you're not the GM, so who cares? I'm not. I'm not the GM, but I I do I do think that uh, um, like everyone's just saying, all those picks need to be for the defense. Um, we have some some guys on the defense, I think, and we can add more, but also I want to fix this running game because I think it's important. Because you like playing Smash Mouth football and establishing the run, we're, we're going to do it anyway. We might as well do it well. I mean, they're doing they're yeah. doing it with with Jamal Williams. I mean, he's getting the ball twenty five times a game. Like he's good. He's not. He hasn't had an explosive run since week four. It's like, come on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's just who Dan Campbell is as a person. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's it's cool to have. Jamal Williams as a as a big part of this team. He's a good guy. Like the he yeah. was a star of, of Hard Knocks. Um, there was, but uh, you know, let's uh, how, how nice would this running game look with like Kenny Walker in there? Guy like that. Like uh, we have all well, these draft I mean, picks. Can make... like, let's see him. I yeah. I mean, <clears throat> enough darts at the dartboard. Eventually, you're gonna hit something, right? Well, and the thing the, the thing about having Jared Goff as as your quarterback is like like people are are always like, well, he he had Todd Gurley, he had Brandon Cooks, and it's like, well, who do you who do you think like Jameson Williams is is going to be this team's Brandon Cooks, and we need to get a yeah. we need to get a Todd Gurley. We we need a Todd Gurley. Oh man, we need a DeAndre Swift. We it's have not a DeAndre like, Swift. I know, but the draft could pick could be anything. It could even be DeAndre Swift. But DeAndre Swift, I'm is, sorry, is that's oh man, you give up on you give up on guys so quickly. What do you mean? It's been two years of this. This is this is year two of him barely getting the ball. I'm getting hurt. Yeah. How many? And- how many? How many times are you going to do this? Uh, 17 contractually by the schedule. Not more than that because they're the Lions. They don't go to the playoffs. It's fine. Because, like, even if you even if you take um, a running back high and everyone's like, oh, the value, blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's Todd Gurley. Todd Gurley was great. for. We only need him to be good for, like, two seasons. Oh, good. So our, our window is 2024 and 2025? Uh, no, I'm saying 20, 2023 and in 2024. 
just, oh my god. I that's not enough time. There's no way the window's opening next year. It's starting to. Are you kidding me? Sure. No, I, I I'm not gonna argue with starting to, but like I don't know if that's when you invest the first round running back. I think the you Lions, invest where you're like, okay, we're good. We have we we're one player away, get him. I think the Vic like I'm I'm comparing the Vikings to the Rams. Like the Vikings have negative cap space next year after the Hawkinson trade. How long do you think the you think the Vikings are 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 this amazing team that's good? They're paying Kirk Cousins like fifty million dollars next year. No, I already said that that's all that's a paper mistake. That's it's a, okay. a house of cards. It's a construction on a lie. Okay. Well the Packers were already beating the Packers and the Bears, like regularly. We're okay, already yeah, doing okay, that. I see what you're saying. So I mean if the Vikings the Vikings is a house of cards, then I mean we're we're set up um, you know, we we can easily cut a cut. Blow it all guys, over. Yeah, get to top five in cap space. We have, we're obviously we have tons of draft capital with the Rams crapping out. So, I think it looks I think it looks good for them next couple of years. I don't I don't think it's time to oh let's make a wish. <laughs> you know, on our QB Will Levis guy's gonna be God no, you know, please. Please, anybody but Levis. Anybody but Levis. That's what all the mock drafts because we're not we're not close enough for to taking uh, Stroud and and uh, Young Young anymore. Oh God, Will Levis is not a top fifteen quarterback. He's just not. I don't think he's going to go in the first two rounds. I don't. I don't think it's going to. Okay, that's fine. Last. I can handle. I can handle third round. I won't like it, but I can at least. No, no. There. I don't think. I don't think the Lions would even take a QB in the third round. I think just the way that the way that they're doing things and going about it. It just doesn't seem like like even if they had the number one pick, I don't know if they would take Bryce Young. Just like the way that Brad Holmes is such like a draft guy and like into the measurables and, and stuff like that. Like Jared Goff is six six. He just turned twenty eight a month ago. I was gonna say, what do you think Bryce Young's too short? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like he's an outlier, like from 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 that way, and like Jared Goff was the number one pick. Like, if 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 look at these quarterbacks, everyone's like, you have to have a running quarterback. While Stafford and Tom Brady win all the Super Bowls, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes about as much sense as uh, this podcast. So, special thank you to our panelists, uh, Mister Nick. You can find him on Twitter as long as Twitter is still running at Electric Snuff. Um, you can find me. Yeah, we're gonna keep we're gonna run that joke into the ground. You can find me at uh, Mister Mojo Rising eighty nine, and you can find all of us at TLS underscore N underscore TDS. That is mostly Dear Leader Asa. Uh, occasionally on Friday evenings into Saturdays, it'll be one of the rest of us if the mood strikes us or we've had enough to drink uh we are not on instagram uh i am lobbying to not be on instagram ever because i don't think elon running twitter into the ground is a good reason to jump to zuckerberg's way to track us uh so let's just we're just not gonna have any socials and you're gonna have to hear about us from word from mouth uh we'd like to thank our sponsors again for some reason paramount plus has not pulled ads from this podcast yet uh, and I know why the Smith Workforce Management Group has not pulled ads from us because they can't afford us anyway. Uh, as always, dear listener, we couldn't do this without you. So thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. 
Sports Social Podcast Network.